Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about focusing on what you can control. So at the risk of making this crazy time that we're going through too trivial, I want to relate it to golf. After all, this is a golf show, and we think about the mental side of golf here. But there is an inescapable thing going on right now that tests us. Obviously, the physical ways the coronavirus tests us are well documented. All kinds of sicknesses and diseases and spreading and and infections. and um, Those are well documented. But in a lot of ways, the coronavirus tests our minds. Uh, Some of us have thought about this, and probably a lot of us have felt this without really thinking about it. But some of the ways the coronavirus tests our minds is things like stress, boredom, thinking about past mistakes that we've made either individually or as a as a society or uh, as a real high level as a as a world. Um, Maybe it's future uncertainties. I mean, that's probably the biggest one for me personally is what's going to happen? How long is this going to last? what am I going to have to do? How How is my life going to change even more than it already has? And, uh, and another thing it tests is our productivity. Um, you know, when we're stuck inside all the time, you know, it, it tests our ability to be productive, uh, even though we're completely thrown out of our regular routines. So do this, does this list sound familiar? I mean, really, that list could be talking about coronavirus or golf. Uh, so, so you could go in one of two ways uh, when, when these tests confront you. You could try to bear the burden of every stressful thing. You could be frustrated about the past. You could worry about the future. You could be bummed that you're stuck inside and not getting anything done. Or you could focus on what you can control. So... Uh, I was watching my pastor online on Sunday morning, um, and he mentioned a way that he gets through times like these. He he said he focuses on things he can control. And uh, I don't have his list of things in front of me, but they were things like, and he was talking directly about coronavirus. He wasn't talking about golf. He was He's doing a, a kind of an impromptu series of how how we should respond to the coronavirus. Um, So, like I said, I don't have his list in front of me, but he mentioned things like keeping an optimistic attitude about the outcome, making sure his home is a source of entertainment, not boredom. Obviously, you're stuck inside with the same people that you're used to getting away from, and they're people that you love, yes, but if you're stuck with someone for a much longer time than you're used to, there's going to be tendencies to to get bored or uh, to get kind of stressed out, kind of cabin fever. So making sure your home is a source of fun and entertainment uh, is important. Uh, doing doing their best as a family to heed social distancing guidelines. Uh, you know, there's these guidelines that all of us are supposed to follow. So one thing that my pastor focuses on that he can control, that his family can control, is them following the guidelines regardless of what other people are doing. They have a responsibility, and they're fulfilling their personal responsibility. 
So another thing you can control is washing your hands, you know, hygiene, cleaning things. Uh, and finally, uh, continuing to get exercise, you know, forcing yourself, being deliberate and intentional about doing things that would kind of happen naturally before. So this was not a direct quote of him, but uh, those are the kind of things that he says that him and his family focus on, um, the things that they can actually control. So you can clearly see how this same thought process can be applied to golf, and you've no doubt heard me talk about it. So we have a tendency as golfers, as people, to, to focus on things that we can't control. We focus on the past, we focus on the future, what others are doing, the randomness of conditions, and to kind of jump back and forth from uh, coronavirus and golf, to try to stick with me. I, I, I'm kind of using them interchangeably right now. We'll shift to all golf here in just a sec. But uh, specifically about coronavirus, when you focus on what others are doing, that can get really stressful. You see people hanging out in big groups or going and hanging out with with uh, people that are at risk or, or really if you're hanging out with anybody, it's more than we are uh, told to be doing. So that that can lead to you changing your behavior or that can lead to you getting frustrated at other people. So these those are the kind of things that we tend to focus on. We focus on the past, the future, what others are doing, the randomness of life, the randomness of the virus, the ran- and and to shift to golf specifically, the randomness of conditions. So so let's get into this mindset of golf. Let's get our heads off of the coronavirus and I know I'm not doing a very good job getting my own head or the people listening, you the listener, uh, away from the coronavirus. But it's just such a big thing right now, and I and I feel like we can learn from it. So let's shift our minds towards golf. So it's really easy to start focusing on things we can't control, especially when things get stressful. Just think about how tough it is to stay centered and balanced in the midst of a pressure situation on the course. So what does focusing on the wrong things do? Why is that bad? I mean, we can say that. Like, obviously it sounds bad. Focusing on things you can't control, that obviously sounds bad. But why is it bad? Let's talk through that. Let's go through some of these points. Focusing on the things we can't control, like the past or the future, what other people are doing, this can take you out of your rhythm. And and remember, we're talking about golf, specifically about golf. You you start trying to play at others' pace, maybe their body language, even their swing speed. Uh, I know when I play, I'm kind of a, the nice word for it is methodical or deliberate. I tend to be a slower player. I kind of always have been. I'm not sure why. Don't really know. But when I play with someone that's really fast or... Um, or I'm walking while I'm playing with some guys that are riding in a cart, or uh, pace of play is slowing down, so I'm forced to speed up. Um, that changes me. That this this thing that I can't control, which I can control my own pace of play. Don't don't get me wrong, but other people's pace, other people's body language, their demeanor. 
their swing speed, their their routine, these things when when I start focusing on them too much, I I get out of my own rhythm. I I start detaching myself from my own balance and my own center and start start kind of forming to them. Uh, and, and that kind of rhythm leads to all sorts of bad effects. Uh, another point that focusing on the wrong things does to us is forgetting about your own game plan. So making decisions based on the past, maybe you're playing poorly, so you start getting more aggressive than you should or plan to. So you have this game plan of this course, you play to practice round, you, you, you set out where you're going to hit it on each, each hole, what tee shot, uh, where you're going to aim, depending on where the pin's going to be. And all of a sudden, it's 14 holes in, you're playing poorly. You start focusing on the past, something that you can no longer control, and you start forgetting about your game plan. The, the last 15, 16, 17, 18, you start playing much more aggressively than you planned to. And your game plan, remember, was designed to help you have the best chance to make birdie on every hole. So to all of a sudden remove yourself from that game plan is is kind of throwing in the option that par more pars, more bogeys, more doubles are going to happen rather than your game plan to figure out how to best make birdies every time. So focusing on the past, something you can no longer control can lead to worse scores. You can also forget your own own game plan by focusing on what other players in your group are doing on the whole. So I recently went and watched uh, some of my players playing a tournament, and and one of the girls that I was following, uh, it was so interesting. I I'd never seen her play in person, so it was good to see this. But she she was playing with two other girls. And it was a it was a reachable par five, especially for her. She's a, she has good length. So the other two players hit first. They both laid up, and in her hand she had her three wood or her five wood or whatever that was going to reach the green. But they both laid up to about 60, 50, 60 yards short of the green. And then all of a sudden, right after they both laid up, she sticks her three wood back in the bag and pulls out like a hybrid or something that would get her kind of close to the green, but really a layup. So that focusing on what other players are doing had a direct impact on on her choice, on her game plan. She had a game plan of going for it because she felt in her own gut that she had the best chance to make birdie by going for the green, even if she's in a greenside bunker or chipping or a really long first eagle putt, she's got her best chance of making birdie in her gut. But once she saw what other players did, she she f- forgot about her own game plan. And ultimately, and this doesn't always happen, your short game can, can make up for a, a lapse in judgment. Um, but she, she hit her third shot short, she chipped up again and missed the par putt, made bogey. So hindsight being twenty twenty in that exact situation, that's it's anecdotal, I know, but in that exact situation, had she focused on her home game plan, focused on what she can control, which is her predetermined game plan, her routine, how long she hits the ball, what she what her strengths are, what her strengths are, 
if she had focused on those things, she, who knows what she would have done, but that would have been the option to give in her mind to give her the best chance to make birdie. So forgetting about your own game plan is a, is a easy thing that happens when you start focusing on things you can't control, like what other players do. And another thing that happens when when you start focusing on things you can't control is you'll get frustrated with course conditions. You'll get mad because of a bad bounce. It wasn't windy for the other wave of tee times, but it is for, for me. Um, these things you can't control. You can't control uh, the, the condition of the grass. You can't control the wind uh, or when uh, the grass the wind front will come in. You you can't control these things. All you can do is control your tee time, showing up on time for it, playing in your conditions to the best of your ability. Uh, you can't control the bounce of the ball. Uh, if it lands on the side of a divot and bounces Karim's left, and, you know, it's... You can't control these things, but you can control how you react to them. You can control how much you focus once that thing happens and it's over. You'll also get frustrated with the variance of golf. You know, some days you just won't have your A game. I mean, it's simply a law of averages. You can't control that variance. You can control how good your B game and C game is based on how hard you work, but you can't control the law of averages. You know, um, there's a there's a bell curve and... Sometimes you'll have your worst game, most of the time you'll have your average game, and sometimes you'll have your awesome game. And that applies to individual shots too. So you can't control this variance. That is a law of averages. It's a just just a raw numbers thing. And that cannot be controlled. But what can you control? You can control how hard you work. You can control uh, shifting and, and improving your B and C game. Uh, you can control how you react to the variance. You can say, you know what? It's, that's, just, that's just the rub of the green, as the quote goes. Um, that's just the law of averages. That's just going to happen. And how you respond to it is what you can control. So the, the ways that focusing on what you can't control really do affect your game, and they affect your your demeanor, they affect your attitude, they affect your outlook, and ultimately they'll affect your scores because if any of those things is out of balance, is out of center, you're probably not going to play your best. But we have, to f- we have to know that the more things that are out of our control, the more we need to double down on what we can control. It's like the worse the conditions are, the, the better the field is, uh, the more things that are going wrong, the worse we're playing, uh, the more variance that we're experiencing, that all the more we need to double down on what we can control. So what can we control in golf? So here are, just, here are five things you can control, and the list goes on more than this. But you can control things like your work ethic. And that, that relates, is, is very relevant right now, because we're in the midst of you know, no tournaments, every tournament being canceled, virtually every tournament being canceled, you know, a lot of courses are closing, staffs are being, uh, sent home and, um, and a lot, and there's a lot of situations where you can't even go play 
or you're forced to play by yourself. So this is a, a prime time of showing who has the best work ethic and who can get the most out of the least. You know, if you if you have to play by yourself, but you're used to playing with others, are you still just as disciplined as you were before? If you're forced to be inside hitting into a net, are you doing that as productively as you can? Are you are you working on the right things in the right way by yourself? Uh, are are you still getting the most out of your time, or are you taking this time to just kick back and relax? And that's fine too. But as long as it's part of a plan and it's part of uh, what you're choosing, that it's something you can control. You're not doing it based on what others are doing. Another another thing that you can control is your routine. And I know when I say routine, a lot of people think of the pre-shot routine. And that is that is part of this. But it is also off the course. So that's uh, if if, let's say you're in a hotel... You're staying with someone that likes getting to the course 25 minutes before their tea time, but you like getting there an hour before your tea time. It would be real easy to say, you know what, I'll just ride with them. I'll kind of get on their schedule. And then all of a sudden you get there 25 minutes to go and you're rushed. You're, you you got to be on the tee 10 minutes. So you really got like 15 minutes to whack some putts, kind of stretch it out on the range. And all of a sudden you're thrown off. You're out of your rhythm because you are focused on something you can't control, which is someone else's schedule. So what can you control? You can control your own routine. You can control your own workout routine, uh, your physical fitness, your diet, these things off the course that you need to laser in on and focus on. Um, And you can see when things are, when there's so much uh, uncertainty, how much more important it is to double down on focusing on your routine. And not to mention your pre-shot routine. This is the kind of sports psychologist, mental coaches pillar of what you can control in golf. Every shot going through the same pre-shot routine is is just foundational because when things are really going off the rails, when you've been struggling up to this point in the round, um, when you're on a hole that you just don't like and it just doesn't set up to you, going through your same mental and physical pre-shot routine grounds you. It reminds you of of how you need to carry yourself, how you, what you need to be thinking um, going into every individual shot. And that's something you can control that, that kind of puts a bubble around you of all the uncertainties and variances uh, of golf and other players and conditions. Because if you're going through the proper pre and I would say post shot routine, you're picking a a specific target. You're uh, completely trusting in your ability to hit the shot. You're allowing yourself to not think you're, you're letting yourself react and be athletic and Ultimately, you're accepting the result. If you go through this same shot routine every time, then variance and uncertainty and and all these different variables will probably not affect you that much. So another thing you can control, number three, the first was work ethic, second is routine, a third is your game plan. And we talked about this about when you're affected by others, but setting your own game plan is is another pillar that if 
if you go into a round and you're just feeling off, you can go back to your game plan and say, remember, this is what we said will give us the best chance to make birdies. And and uh, regardless of how you're playing, this game plan is based on you. It's not based on others. It's based on how you best play the course. So focusing on your game plan is something you can control on a daily basis playing every round of golf. So another thing you can control is your goals. And this is a a bigger one, a more zoomed out version of of one. And it kind of has to do with work ethic a little bit, but goals are something you can control. They're they're your own timeline. You can't you can't say someone else has the goal of being a Hall of Fame golfer, but I I have the goal of just playing on the PGA Tour. If you get if you worry about other people's goals, you might get discouraged. You're on your own timeline. Maybe your goal is to get there by the age of 35 and someone else wants to get there by 25. And and that difference can make you uh it can bog you down. It can it can stress you out. It can it can take you off balance and off your center. So focusing on your own goals. And it sounds a lot like all these others. That it sounds just like your game plan. It's kind of your game plan for life. So sticking to your own goals is is what you can control. And applying your work ethic to those goals. You know, some people ha- might have the same goal as you, but their work ethic is totally different. So what can you control? You can't control their work ethic. You can only control your own. And if you say this work ethic will get me to this goal, then you need to just simply execute on that with blinders. And then fifth and finally, what can we control is our enjoyment, our attitude, our optimism, uh, our, our general demeanor, our body language, our enjoyment. So when you're playing and it's not going well, what can you can control? You can control how you respond. You can control your attitude. You can enjoy it even when other people play bad and don't enjoy it. And chances are, if you're enjoying it and other people aren't, you're probably going to pick yourself back up. You're probably going to finish better. You're probably going to shoot a lower score than you would had you not enjoyed it. And it's this is a real easy one to be affected by other people. I know when I play with with kind of pessimistic people or they're playing bad and they're letting it affect them, letting it affect their personality, this it kind of it starts I can feel it pulling down on me. But those days that I choose to enjoy it, that I that I can kind of get in my own head and find my own ways of enjoying it, my own form of balance. Those are the days that I play better. Those are the days that I beat that other person. If you're in a tournament and and they're playing bad and 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 they're not enjoying themselves, you'll probably beat them simply by enjoying yourself and having more fun because when you're having more fun, you're relaxed, you're playing you're you're swinging with freedom. You're probably sticking to your game plan better because you're enjoying it. Uh you're definitely sticking to your routine because you're not thrown off. So all these all these things that we can control, the things that we should be focusing on, they kind of piggyback off each other and and they snowball into better golf. So it's just it's super important that you focus on what you can control. And yes, there are times to adjust. 
based on the things you observe or when you get new information. If suddenly the course conditions change drastically, your game plan should probably change. You know, if it's all of a sudden howling wind, even though in the practice round it was it was beautiful blue skies, you should probably adjust your your game plan. You're not going to go for that par 5 and 2 now that the wind is howling into your face. You can adjust your game plan, but that again, that is based on the things you can control and your your own game plan. That's not based on what other people are doing. And and you might see someone uh hit hit a 9 iron clear over the green and you were planning on hitting a 9 iron but you know how far you hit a 9 iron you don't know how far they do you know they you can't control their exact strike of the ball their exact swing speed but you can control yours you know your own game and this goes back into your work ethic how hard you've been working to figure out your own game and that will ground you even more so there are times you should adjust your game plan and there are times when you have to say, you know what, I'm I'm sticking to my own thing regardless of what other people are doing. And and another thing that you might have to adjust to is as you go through life, sometimes your goals change. You know, me personally, I had a goal of turning professional and and taking my personal skill level of my golf game as far as I could take it. And as I went through life, I my goals shifted and I no longer wanted wanted to pursue that for for multiple reasons. So with that goal change came new work ethic. I no longer was pouring all of my time and energy into building up my own skill level. I was now pouring my work ethic into uh spending time with my then girlfriend now wife uh getting to know her learning new new ways to help golfers just like this uh that's that was how a goal changed and therefore my work ethic changed so you can adapt to things like that as you go through life but it shouldn't be based on what other people are doing i didn't make that decision because i i I didn't primarily make that decision based on what other people were doing. Yes, it's really hard to turn professional and and make it out there. And I saw that and I took that information into consideration, just like all of a sudden it's windy into my face. So so I adjusted based on the new information. And um but Primarily, I made these decisions based on myself, not not on what other people were doing or what other people were telling me to do. And another time that you might need to adjust is if a rules official tells you you're on the clock, you should probably adjust your pace of play. Just like me, that I'm kind of a slower player, um, from time to time I get put on the clock <laughs> or my group gets put on the clock. I, I never feel like it's my fault, right? It's never our own fault. But uh there there are times when you have to adjust you've got to change your own pace sometimes to to make up for things uh when it it goes right back to that when new conditions uh happen when the wind is all of a sudden in your face when you're all of a sudden on the clock you might have to change you might have to adjust so there's some flexibility here but it's never it's never based on strictly what other people are doing or uh, based on how you're playing. Uh, 
you're you're just adjusting to new information you you internalize it and make your own decision and you live with your own decision uh and you do it with conviction so let this focus on what you can control be your foundation you know when things get rocky whether it's a global pandemic or you're stuck at home trying to find a way to be productive or you're playing in a huge tournament stick to what you can control Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mental Golf Show. If you liked it, I'd love it if you subscribed. And if you want some more, you can go to joshnicholsgolf.com. Or I would love to get in touch with you. Just send me a text, 336-399-1825. All right, catch you next time.